0: An original, imaginative movie experienced unexpected success and got an immediate sequel. A sequel about sequels.
1: This week, we're starting off Febru-Scary, a month-long exploration of the Scream movie franchise in honor of the newest film's debut. This week, Scream 2. How Up, come on come all. Welcome to so, how Star Wars is it?
0: <sighs> Welcome to How Star Wars is it? Wait, are we, start, are we starting the show? Yeah, how you Mike? How you Josiah? <laughs> Why did I say it like that? <laughs> this is How Star Wars is it. Um The Only Podcast. Yeah, and that's
1: Josiah, and I'm Mike, and we are a review show. We're a very yeah. definitive and report and important review show. Definitive and important. We uh we take any topic and we compare that uh-huh. topic to Star Wars.
0: Yes. We kind of. <laughs> rate it. A, yeah uh, we rate it on a scale of one to ten, not of how good or bad it is, but of how Star Wars it is. And we take anything, books me wait no i i feel like I we've <laughs> maybe done
1: one book to... <laughs> ever <laughs> why don't i know how to and intro we the show right it now? as science fiction <laughs> yeah as the topic yeah we take we're, any topic and we uh we compare it to the platonic ideal of all things star wars everything star wars combined down yeah. into one big pot we're talking books movies video games tv yeah, shows legos action figures fan fiction uh posters And we boil that up in a pot and make a Star Wars chili and that my Dear Babies is a 10 out of 10.
0: <laughs> That's the kind of intro I was looking for, and I couldn't.
1: don't know why I couldn't say it. And hell you to all of you listening at home.
0: Hell you everybody. <laughs> sandwiches
1: to Star Wars, I think this is a pretty good intro so far.
0: Sandwiches to Star Wars, one of our best intros yet. And um, if you don't
1: get that reference, you can go back a couple episodes to our sandwiches episode. And if you don't uh, know that we, we're, 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 we're covering the movie Scream 2, today and if you didn't already know we have covered Scream 1 and you can go all the way back to episode 84 to hear us talk about Scream the first.
0: Now that that was my first time watching Scream Mm. was for our our podcast. That's right. And then I got kind of into these movies and I watched... pretty great. (laughs) They're pretty great. I watched the second one uh, shortly after I watched the first one. I didn't watch the third one because... uh I w- because Charlie and her roommates were watching it before I'd seen the second one, and I didn't want to like oh, spoil that's right. anything. I
1: I didn't at the time either, and I have since watched it. But yeah, uh, now
0: I've seen all of them. I watched Scream Four recently. Uh-huh, I also enjoyed it. I've seen all of them except for Scream Three and the new one. But I rewatched Scream Two specifically for this episode because I wanted a refresher, and also I just remember liking that movie. Yeah, I'm glad you and, did too because
1: um, I watched a recap because it's been maybe three months since I. I watched it or maybe even longer but um well it's good.
0: good news good news it's good I still like this movie um so, but that's not what we're here to talk We're about.
1: talking about all of them this month I should also say so by next week you will have watched Scream 3 presumably um
0: Yes correct
1: And then there's a new movie out in theaters that's like why we're doing this now and and we're recording this ahead of February a little bit and the movie is already out so like the timing might not be perfect but um but you know while it's kind of fresh on everybody's mind and and at some point in the next couple of weeks we're both gonna have to go see that new movie maybe we should like make a plan to go see it together
0: <laughs> that'll be fun let's do it because
1: <laughs> i know caitlin won't want to so
0: let's go to the movies charlie oh, will yeah. want to so she'll she'll come with yeah, us yeah cool um but uh, I love
1: these movies. Yeah. So the They're first so one, as just like a high, high level recap, it's a slasher movie, kind of about slasher movies, and it's done. It, 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 um, it is, it is a slasher movie for sure. But I would say more than anything, it is like an Agatha Christie whodunit movie.
0: Yeah. yeah with yeah, yeah, a yeah.
1: slasher killer, and it, the entire town. Every character and the themes of the movie are about slasher movies.
0: <laughs> yes. And, and everybody, well, not everybody. And the first one, it's like there's one guy who's really aware of all the tropes. Right. Randy. Yes. Um, who makes Jamie it to this Kennedy. movie? So, <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Whose hands are weirdly big, com- right. and his ear, <laughs> I think so. Or maybe it was just the cell phone he's holding in this movie is so small. Uh-huh. But his ha- hands looked disturbingly big to me at a certain point. That's funny. Um, yeah, he is also insane in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. He's insane in these movies in general. But like in this one, I feel like he's really turning it up a notch. Um, he
1: acts as our guidepost to uh, and, and all the other characters to kind of figure out how the killer operates and the spoiler yeah. alert for the entire franchise is the killer knows everything about horror movies.
0: Yes, always. And
1: uses them as his guidepost.
0: Cuz the I don't even remember the, I I got I want to rewatch the first one now too cuz it's such a good flick. It is. It's, it's a good really, flick. Really good. Um but here okay, so in the first one, Sydney Prescott who is played by the love of my life Nev Campbell <laughs> um, every time I see her in these movies my I regret that I wasn't born I don't know 15 years earlier. Sure. And that I wasn't rich and famous and an actor in these movies, so we could fall in love.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of. Re- I have a lot of regrets. Sure,
1: but they all Mainly, sort of center around you and your future with Nev Campbell.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is where most of my regrets stem from. I've been talking about a lot in therapy, and it's, <laughs> my therapist is getting tired of it. Yeah. yeah. She's like, "Stop talking about Nev Campbell." Yeah. And I'm like, "I can't." And you're like, "She's Never. so beautiful." Never. <laughs> That's what we call ourselves. No, we call ourselves Nevheads. Uh, uh-huh. uh no, Nevers is better. We're the Nevers. The We're nev. like the Wonders. Um the needers But the what was I saying? Oh, and the first one she's in high school and she's right. the target of She's the like quintessential
1: like high school babysitter type victim yeah. of a slasher. Yeah.
0: She's the final girl. Yes. And she is the Intended target of this like long series of murders and I it's sort of I can't Her remember
1: boyfriend what... and his friend Shaggy
0: <laughs> Yeah Spoilers for scream by the way yeah. and mm. just I mean if you don't know we're gonna spoil all these movies But yeah, so we like that's the big twist at the end is it's it's her boyfriend who the whole time and he's Trying to he's killing all these people and then her and then her because her mom Caused his dad to cheat on his his mom, <laughs> it's and then his like, mom left t- oh, town.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's it makes sense in the movie, it but is, it's hard to it, explain.
1: It is these movies, even in like the later movies, are very like slut shamey <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> your mom made my dad cheat on my mom, and it's like your dad did that on his own, dude.
0: <laughs> with we, we watched Scream Four with some of Charlie's friends uh-huh. the other night, and they were like one of them was like i like in this one how they finally stop calling her mom a slut yes totally <laughs> and it was like we finally get away from that because like it really is in the first three movies there is like this running theme of really blaming her mom for a lot of stuff in, even though she gets murdered in like
1: super kind of like aggressive like the the killer always has kind of the same voice and it's always like that slut and it's like yikes fucking yeah relax
0: <laughs> and and also everyone in this universe has a voice changer that they can they somehow know exactly what voice changer it was they're like on bil- the level
1: with like deep fake technology now
0: <laughs> yeah with especially in the third one i was in the, the movie when the, or insane. It, in the, i was in the room sorry when the third one was being played uh-huh. and i kind of watched parts of it and i remember the voice changing stuff being like goofy it's so and funny in and this and this one, it's not as goofy. It's still pretty goofy, right? But um, it's it's like in um Mission Impossible three. That's the one where they put on, they actually show them putting on the thing on their throat to change the voice. Oh yeah, and they need to be like, like, like yeah, they're philis- using
1: technology of some. And like, then after
0: that, they completely just were like, "Who cares? Don't worry about uh-huh. it." Like they yeah. put on a mask and their voice changes. Like calm down.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but this movie rules. We're in college now. Sydney's in college. Yes. And she has new friends. It's like and because it's a slasher movie, it's almost an entirely new cast because everyone got killed in the previous movie. Right. Jamie Kennedy's still here. He survived. Um the uh, David Arquette. <laughs> yes, the Arquette Coxes who are no longer together right. <laughs> sadly. But met on doing these movies and I kind of love their weird love story. Yeah, it's great. But
1: it's really David Ar- great.
0: Yeah, David Arquette is, in, is back. In this movie, he's doing a weird thing where he has a limp and like a bum arm because he got stabbed so much in the previous movie that he immediately drops for the next movie. Yes. It's, it's, but in this one, he's, doing, he's really committing to this really intense physicality. And uh-huh. Courtney Cox is back, and she's kind of a villain for half of this movie until the very end. But Cindy's yeah. in college and there's a new string of murders and much in style with the original Okay, so this is this is the thing. This movie is a sequel About yeah, the
1: first one is a about scary movie. movies and it's a scary movie and then the second one. Yes It's a it's a sequel movie about sequel movies.
0: It's a well, No, it's not even a se- it's a sequel movie about a new movie About a horror movie it, that's right what Two two is two is about okay everyone buckle in, alright? It gets <laughs> kind of goofy. It's gonna get goofy. Two is about, in the Scream universe, Courtney Cox's character wrote a book Yes.
1: about called The Wordsboro the event, Murders or whatever.
0: About the events of the first movie. Yes. That book is a runaway success. There is a movie based on the book called Stab. Right. In the second, in Scream 2, Stab 1
1: right. is premiering <laughs> is
0: premiering for the first time. Right. So like in this, in like there's all these showings happening all across the country instead of Drew Barrymore being sort of the fake out like new girl. In this one, we've got Jada Pinkett Smith.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to talk about in the movie Stab because they do oh, like no. that whole scene and it's they Heather do. Graham. <laughs> it is It is Heather Graham. It's really good.
0: And also in Scream 4, it says that, that's, that, that Stab is directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes, and I was like, right. is that... True, did he actually
1: direct this like stuff? It's so funny. It's so like far up its own butthole, but not in like an off-putting way. It's in like a drag queen camp way.
0: (laughs) In Scream 2, it's like not, I feel, I know Scream 3 goes off the rails and Scream 4 is absolutely up its own butthole, but in a way that I found really entertaining. But Scream 2 is sort of being like, what if we made a scary movie about a scary movie inspired by the events of, of the previous the movie. Yeah, right. And so what I what I wrote here, one of the only notes I took and and also because we have Jada Pinkett Smith, how how Matrix 4 is this? Wow. Not how Star Wars is it. <laughs> this is very Matrix 4 because it's about a mo- it's about a, a movie uh a it's about a property that exists in-universe. That's hilarious. It that is a fictional version of something that's actually happened, and Jada Pinkett Smith's involved. I think this score is very high yeah, that's on really how Matrix a really 4 is point. it. That was like my biggest note that I took, um, is this high level, this is very Matrix 4. But anyway, uh, there's a lot of people here. Timothy Oliphant right. is here. Uh, Jerry O'Connell, is that his name? Yep.
1: And Laurie Metcalf.
0: Laurie Metcalf's in this. There's a, there's, it's a who's who sure. of 90s stars. And J- Jada Pinkett Smith, it does the Scream thing where in the beginning of the first Scream, Drew Barrymore's there, and it kind of tricks you into thinking that she's going to be with the movies about. right? But then she is sort of dispatched of
1: like right unceremoniously
0: away. very quickly. Yeah. And they do that to Jada Pinkett Smith in this movie, mm-hmm. sort of in continuing with like Scream tradition.
1: Well, and her boyfriend, um, too. And her boyfriend, in yes. In fact, he's first. He is first. It's true. In the, like, ear through a bathroom stall divider. Yeah.
0: It's gruesome. Yeah. There's some... Guys, there's some good murders
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing that these movies I think are great at is they are suspense murder mysteries where the slasher killings aren't terribly gratuitous. Like, some of them are, like, a little bloody and, like, creative, but not, like it doesn't feel like (laughs) yeah
0: it doesn't it doesn't ever get saw levels of torture porny it just feels like scary and like a suspenseful dangerous way where you're like oh i hope they don't get stabbed
1: like did you see um 2018's halloween a direct sequel to the film halloween
0: no i did not because i wasn't into scary movies yet
1: so halloween 1978 or whenever it first came out is it's not bloodless, but it's very, um, suspensy and, and like shot composed, you know, like it's, 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 um, right. it's like they, they shoot a lot of, um, the characters in the foreground on the, the right third of the screen. And you see like two thirds of like emptiness to kind of make you uneasy, you know, like it's like subliminal right, right, right. M- m- unease. And then in 2018, they're like, got it. Cool. So, um. First person, Michael kills. We'll see him. Uh, we'll see him. We'll, we'll see someone hiding from him in a bathroom stall, and then we'll see his hand come over the stall and drop down a bunch of human teeth. That's what you want, what? right? And it's like it's just not what I want. That no. sounds really gory.
0: <laughs> That's not in the spirit of the original at all. It's
1: it's a uh, super gory, and it, it was okay. The movie itself was actually okay, but um, I'm glad that Scream hasn't like. It, it it might get bloodier each movie, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't like make me vomit.
0: <laughs> well, and Scream Two starts the tradition of these movies as well, where someone's always trying to basically recreate the Woodsboro murders. That's right. <laughs> someone's always trying to recreate the murders. Because in and this so one, in he's this...
1: doing like names that have been done before or whatever. Yes,
0: they are the the names of the first three victims are like. Similar to the names of the first three victims and the original mm-hmm. it's like And they're also all leading up to trying to kill Sydney. She's right. the survivor of the original and They also they also target the other survivors of the original and they're trying to kill her She's like the always the final girl along with Courtney Cox who And, so, and Dewey And, and <laughs> um, Dewey that's that's the other thing this movie cements is that the people who survive yes are Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette. Yes. They they live and they they will always get really fucked up. Right. But they don't die. In fact, it's like
1: it's almost shocking in this movie that Jamie Kennedy doesn't survive because he's like yeah. the the keeper of the rules and he's the like he's the other virgin who's supposed to survive. You know, like
0: yes, he's 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 very much a shocking death that stay that sticks. Yeah. Um. But. We know that Dewey and Gail and Sydney are always going to survive and they're always going to get really fucked up. And Gail is always going to somehow help kill, defeat the killer at the end. And Dewey is always going to like bumble his way into being entirely useless totally. for the last part of the movie. Gail
1: also had it also sort of cements the thing that like she's always out for number one and then has to yeah. kind of be part of the team. Uh, out of necessity because like there's a fucking murderer
0: (laughs) yeah she like and and it cements that she has a soft spot for dewey it's like dewey kind of turns her into a human being and without his influence she's very much just like cutthroat i'm going to get the story i'm going to get whatever Uh i need to like make money and be on on top
1: right
0: um and then she also gets like caught up in solving of a mystery right um yeah this movie is great it's a great the great cast um love it is that they basically
1: it. do like shot for shot recreations of the original Scream, but with like other famous nineties actors. Yes. That's um, so funny.
0: Yeah, they got like Tory spelling in there. Right. Um and is it Luke Wilson? Yeah, is Luke, Luke Wilson, Wilson
1: is um yeah. the boyfriend.
0: He's yeah, he plays Billy Loomis. Yeah, and um, is
1: it like David Schwimmer, David Arquette?
0: Yes. Although Which, we don't see We don't see him. There's a couple good friends jokes in this. right, okay. We We don't don't actually see see David Schwimmer, but we find out that he's who plays Dewey, and then later there's a Jennifer Aniston joke. Yeah, doesn't she
1: reference Jennifer Aniston at some point?
0: Yeah, they're like, uh, Randy says that she, that Gail has nudes that leaked on the internet, and she said, it wasn't, she said, it was my head, but it was Jennifer Aniston's body. That's right,
1: yeah. Very cute.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a couple good friends jokes in there. Um, I... What, let me see if I took any of the notes. Um, oh, I I wrote that it's like it's kind of fun that the Scream movies are now just like these three people's jobs. Totally, like, like Nev Campbell and David Arquette don't really do other movies. Yes, I
1: was thinking the same thing.
0: And Courtney Cox, I think, has had other projects since like Scream Three. She's done other stuff, but even nowadays, I don't think she's super active. But I think they all came back for Scream Five. Yeah, they did. Um. And so it's like these movies are just kind of their job. Or now they're just going to pop up every couple years to make a new one. Although Scream Five is the first one without With Wes Craven, Craven. Yeah, right. Um, which I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say if it's good or bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm we'll
1: optimistic. Out. I've seen some people say they thought it was great.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I love the I love this formula at the very least. It really
1: is. Like, it's it's so funny how uh you know we talk on the show a lot about like you know. Not to make this about our podcast, but, like, Star Wars certainly has a formula, but it's kind of wearing thin on, at least on me, uh, uh yeah. like, especially with the television of it all. Like, they Book of Boba Fett is basically just the Mandalorian again, you know? And, like, uh, yet with Scream, the moment they, like, go away from that formula, I'll be kind of pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it works, and I don't need... Anything else from it? It's also like it, uh, it is a mystery, and that's what's fun about it. Yes. Is every time you are actively going like, "Well, who it, who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be?" Um, I'm gonna figure out who play who plays the mom in, or, or the killer at the end.
1: Isn't it Laurie is Metcalf? I'm I'm is might that Laurie Metcalf? Mistaken.
0: Let me look it up. Um, yeah, it's Laurie Metcalf. Yes, it is. Duh. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, guys, let me we're gonna tell you who the killers are. Yeah. So skip yeah, this yeah. if you don't want to hear it. It's there's a there's a fun thing. This movie's also pretty meta. Oh it gets a little meta. Um not as meta as like Scream 4, I think. Um, but I also I haven't seen Scream 3 yet, so we'll see. But there is a it turns out it's Timothy Oliphant, and he's his whole he's his whole deal is that he wanted to be a serial killer and blame it on the movies. So that the trial will be really great and long and drawn out because he can just blame violence in movies and like people will come to his defense and uh, he'll get away with it that way. Mm-hmm. And then the real killer, though, there's two of them. There is always two. It's always a team. Right? Is always is two Laurie Always two. Who is? playing who we thought was a reporter from this local small town. Yes, right. But is actually the original killer's mom.
1: There's also kind of always that person in these movies, the sort of Gale Weathers uh, antagonist. You know, there's like the main story, and then there's like the Gale story kind of. And uh, someone's always trying to like get Gale to do something or to be involved with Gale's writing or whatever. and Get one over on her. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. And so it turns out she's... uh, Billy Loomis's mom, Mm -hmm. and she's just doing this for revenge. So her 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 plot is much more straightforward. She wants to kill Sydney because Sydney
1: Billy was doing it for revenge for his mom in the first one.
0: (laughs) And now he's getting, and now she's trying to get revenge for him. It's a great Oro Morobos. Yes, Oro Morose.
1: Oro Oro Orober Ghost. (laughs)
0: uh, Orober Ghost Face. (laughs) we got something like that uh-huh. um
1: and yeah so she she's trying to get revenge for them having killed billy cuz he was the killer in the first one
0: and sid she's in a play sidney's <laughs> in a
1: play so the whole final she, set piece is like in the like the on the stage of the play
0: mhm she's in, she's playing cassandra the the oracle there's also she the does
1: scene just as a divergent piece here of uh Dewey getting stabbed and he ultimately ends up being okay, but uh Gail is like behind the like soundproof glass of the recording studio yeah. and like she can't like he can't hear her. That seems yeah. great. It is like it's silly. A great the, the, the movies have a lot of you have to sort of have suspension of disbelief of like Technology and things like how sound travels through glass. <laughs> right, right, right. But like, it's once com- you suspend your disbelief, those scenes are really cool and and good.
0: <laughs> they have the best soundproofing in the world yeah, at this yeah. college. Not a single sound gets through. Right, and you can't tell someone that the killer's behind them or anything like that. Yeah, right. Um. Unfortunately, for poor Dewey, who gets stabbed again so many times. So yes, I love how they. You
1: made the point. This movie is like about Scream, the first one, basically, but it yeah. is also like, uh, uh, what's what's Jamie Kennedy's character's name? Randy. Randy he he does make the point to you know just like he does in the first movie of like these are the rules of a horror movie here's what you have to do to survive or whatever he does the same thing here with regard to sequels yes so. he's he's
0: here to he's here to tell us the audience what happens in horror movie sequels mm-hmm. and what to expect and he's right for the most part um but then he gets off about halfway through and so it's like our guy. yeah right he was our guide for the original and our guide for this one, and he's gone. What are we going to do? Yeah, right. And Sydney's in a play... And there's a Top Gun reference scene. I still haven't seen Top Gun, so I don't know what they're <laughs> referencing. But he like sings on a bunch on the cap- on like the cafeteria oh, tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole subplot with the guy who was convicted for Sydney's mom's yeah, murder. Weary Liev <laughs> yeah,
1: Corey Lee of Schreiber.
0: Yeah, Lee Schreiber. Who's in the in this. first
1: movie in like a still image yes. or like a single clip of news footage or something, and that's all it's we see cr- of him. He may as well have been like just like a print model that they picked up off yeah. the street to put into a movie for one second well
0: and like I don't think they had sequels planned when they were filming so it's pretty crazy that they got someone who's pretty good he became like a d-
1: prolific and like tr- truly talented actor
0: <laughs> a very good actor yeah. and he's pretty good in this part like even though he's younger like he's uh-huh. doing a good job and again they got him for like a a sh- Two two seconds of courtroom footage or something right. for the original. It's crazy that they got him. Yeah, that he turns out being so good for the part. And he uh, kind of helps
1: save the day a little bit. So he was he, he was helps. falsely accused by Sydney because she like I mean she didn't like mean to falsely accuse him of killing her right. mom, but like whatever the circumstantial evidence was pointed to him, I guess. And then he. Yeah. You know, got released and, and is now just like everybody else in this fucking universe is like magnetized towards Sydney and toward yeah. trouble.
0: <laughs> he's trying to like capitalize on his fifteen minutes of fame and make money off of his like experience, That's and right. so that yeah. involves that involves Sydney because like everyone doesn't want to just talk to him; they want to talk to her and him. And well, Sydney and, doesn't want to have anything to do sort with
1: of it. Succeeds because at the very beginning of the third movie, he's like a talk radio host. <laughs> right, right. He I like remember has seeing a that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he definitely succeeds. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh. But my my girl Sydney, she's not having any of it. She just wants to leave it behind her, and all her friends keep getting murdered, and it's really. And her boyfriend Sarah Michelle keep Gellar getting murdered. is in there
1: at one point. I think
0: Sarah Michelle Gellar is also kind of like a Drew Barrymore situation. <laughs> uh, like she's in it for two seconds, and then is an, another early like death yeah, that right. is. She's like a big name, especially around the time, because she this was when she was doing Buffy, um, and I think it was this pre or post. I know what you did last summer. I'm not for sure, but no, she was. This was during Buffy, so at the very least, like she was she was well well known enough to be like kind of interesting that they cast her mm-hmm. as someone who gets killed so quickly. But yeah. It's great. It is it Star Wars? I don't I know, know. I was just starting
1: to think that too. Cause we've like described the whole movie at this point.
0: I, I just can't, I just can't state how enough, how much I am in love with Nev Campbell. And I just want everyone <laughs> to know that. And I want my therapist to also know that to more. finally come and
1: around to my.
0: <laughs> to really like understand that my goal <laughs> for my, th- for my thirties, Uh
1: huh.
0: I'm going to turn 30 in a month. My goal. Is to marry Neve Campbell.
1: <laughs> I, think oh God, is... I think that's attainable. I think that's attainable for my thirties. We'll 30s. do a segment here during February, scary, uh, and we'll check in with you each week to see how what what progress you've made, what sort of like track you've laid.
0: Yeah, let me see if she's married real quick.
1: Okay. That yeah that, that here's our here's our first check in. We're we're doing the preliminary legwork to test the viability of this idea. And if she is
0: married, that does not like mean that this could not happen. Because Hollywood marriages never last. I mean, look at Sydney's mom. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hollywood marriages never
0: last. You
1: could be the new sort of like, again, as it were in the Scream universe, slut.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll be, I'll be her, I'll be her mom.
1: <laughs> Hi, Miss Campbell. Nev, um, can I be your mom? <laughs> Nev,
0: can I be your mom, but in scream? And by that, I mean I want to be a big hoe. <laughs> oh
1: my I need, god! I'm gonna like
0: now. I'm looking at her filmography, and I'm like, she was in a musical your drama mom? in in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. She is currently not married, but she does have a partner. Mm. Um, which there's a distinction between that on uh, Wikipedia. So she, personal life. Whoa, that's crazy. She got attacked by a bear. Oh
1: my God.
0: That's wild. Anyway. Was the bear uh, wearing
1: it, a mask?
0: <laughs> no, it was a real bear. He was bear. like Sydney? <laughs> she revealed this on the Kelly Clarkson show in 2021 crazy. that she survived a, ba- a bear attack at the age of 17. That's wild. Um, that's in March, nuts. 2012, Campbell and her partner actor JJ Field confirmed they're expecting their first child together. They're not married. They do have two kids. Um I don't I, I will be it will be sad to break up their family. Sure. I hate to do it. I'm sorry, JJ. Uh he it, who I don't know who he is. But um so that well the good news is they're not married. So that that does get rid of some legal issues, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean?
1: This has been the Josiah (laughs) wants to become Nev Campbell's mom corner. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, everybody. Um, You know what I also just realized, we we said this like two weeks ago in a text to each other and we still haven't done it. (laughs) day. Oh, we gotta do Monday.
0: Uh, Last thing I'll say about Nev Campbell, she is only 18 years older than me, that feels not insurmountable sure. let's let's get into monday
1: yeah okay and then we, we can only do this quickly and then we have to go to the break um josiah and i texted each other yep. the other day and i said Welcome to hey monday. have you watched digimon like the show from back in you know 2000 or whenever uh because i just started I did watch rewatching it, it for the first time since it was you know on when i was a little kid and and it's kind of fun, and we should do an episode on it. And then Josiah said, That's funny you say that because I just started watching Pokemon.
0: <laughs> and yeah. we
1: decided we would do regular updates here on today as of this release. It is Monday. We would call it Monday. <laughs> so, welcome to Monday.
0: This is the part of the show where we tell you what's going on in Digimon and Pokemon, respectively, because we both are a so...
1: watch through. <laughs>
0: in our watch through specifically in the where we are both at the, now the other
1: reason i so, wanted to do this now is because i haven't watched it since we came up with that idea cuz i watched something like 8 episodes in one day and i was like i can't I can't keep watching because I'm gonna have to tell him like 20 episodes worth of a TV <laughs> show all at once. And I wanna keep watching.
0: <laughs> so I, I, wanna, I wanna just say my background with this is I was a Digimon kid and not a Pokemon kid because Digimon came on Saturday morning cartoons that I had and I could actually watch it. <laughs> uh-huh. And I didn't have the channel for Pokemon so I couldn't watch Pokemon and also didn't have the money for Pokemon cards. Now,
1: uh, okay. whereas I watched today, both as a kid. T-
0: today, I love Pokemon. And it's one of my favorite things, and I don't have as much knowledge about Digimon, but I did watch like the first three seasons of Digimon as they all came out, uh-huh. and I watched the Digimon movie, mm. and it it does have All Star by Smash Mouth at the end. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> a- every movie was contractually obligated to have in the year I think nineteen ninety nine. Um, you got Rat Race, you got the Digimon movie, and you got
1: Shrek. Uh-huh. Sure, the big three. And the big three. <laughs>
0: And I think there's more, but those are the ones I know for sure. But so I had never seen the Pokemon series. I'd seen some episodes of it yeah. from like friends houses or whatever, but I never actually watched it. And so I was like, I kind of want like a Saturday morning cartoons, literally yeah, show right. to watch. And so I started watching it and gosh, I've watched a lot of the first season. I,
1: I started watching it when I had COVID and I stopped because I fell asleep Um I, what I remember of it, though, from this recent, you know, I watched maybe five or six episodes. It is really kiddie. Yeah, like it's it's super like it, it's for like it's six for, year olds as opposed to for like eleven year olds. <laughs> it's for kids. Yeah, it's for kids. Yeah.
0: There are some funny things that are very like kids animation that that get it like gets meta. Like like the team Rocket are super meta, right? Because they always do the
1: same little. Poem thing.
0: Well, and they literally break the fourth wall. Like one time, like their plan doesn't work, and then they start a new plan. And James is like, "Why didn't we just do this to begin with?" And then Jesse's like, "Well, we have to fill twenty minutes." That's funny. Like they literally and meowth breaks the fourth wall. Have you seen and, like, the
1: meme on like Twitter that it's like a picture someone took at like a she, target or something? She, yes.
0: her, yeah, 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 yeah it's, yeah.
1: it's like three coffee mugs, and the first one says she, her, and the second one says they, them, and the third one says cool hat and the caption is like ah yes the three genders she her they them cool hat and then and uh, someone then put the picture below it of uh, Jesse James and Ash <laughs>
0: yeah Ash's cool hat for which sure which I do
1: like canonically that James is they them
0: Honestly, I buy it because James is always Like, they're always, honestly, both of them are Queer as fuck, they're always dressing up Like, anytime they dress up James is either dressed as a woman Like, with a full wig Uh And everything, and also, like, boobs (laughs) Like like, (laughs) Somehow (laughs) <laughs> and oftentimes, when they often when they have weird random costumes, Jesse is dressed in the masculine yes, version of right, the costume, right. and James is dressed in the feminine version of the costume. Yeah. So like and they are both. queer has as like fuck always a
1: rose. He's always holding a rose.
0: Yeah, he's very femme at the very least. Yes, yes, like yes. this guy, he is not traditionally masculine presenting in any way. I also anyway. then
1: like by by that whole uh, meme canon, I like um, that Ash identifies as cool hat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ash is like, someone was like, what are your pronouns, Ash? And he was like, cool
1: hat. And the person who asked is like, I don't think he understands... what I'm asking, but I'm not going to follow up. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's, 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 he. Ash is canonically pretty stupid. He's so and stupid. And so he, he definitely doesn't know what pronouns are. Right. And so if someone did ask him, he probably would say cool hat just because he doesn't know what, I mean, this guy's not going to grammar school. He's going to the school of hard knocks mm-hmm. in the Pokemon world where you just leave and go off right. when you're 10 what, years old.
1: Yeah, say, when you're 10 and you like leave to go on a hiking adventure forever. <laughs> forever for the rest of your life (laughs) which you will be you will be you never sleep in a building again
0: (laughs) no you're constantly in a little back you're in a little like uh sleeping bag and pikachu also has a little sleeping bag (laughs) this show is very cute i didn't realize how cute it was like there's a lot of cutesy stuff with pikachu and like genuinely actually cute not just like me rolling my eyes being like oh well i'm like that's cute right this is cute stuff yeah Um, I don't even know how to tell you where I'm at um, in Pokemon. How many badges has
1: he gotten? You can use it. uh, Okay.
0: He's got like four. Okay.
1: I got till about uh, pre uh, post Brock pre Misty in terms of gyms uh, before I was like, no, what I'm going to do Digimon instead.
0: (laughs) He has one, I believe for, let's see, let's go through. We got Brock. We got Misty. We got the electric one. Lieutenant Surge. we got the psychic,
1: the uh, psychic one. Oh, what about Erica? She's the plant one. She's number four, or should be at least. Oh, we're not, we're not to Erica yet. Oh, so they're not going it, in order of the video game.
0: I don't think it's exactly in order of the video ah. game. Uh, maybe? Oh no, Erica's psychic. He's like got
1: like an oddish or whatever, and there's like the pervert dude outside of the gym who's like, oh, yeah, he's like all
0: these babes in here, and they changed it for all the remakes. He just says something like, "Look at these powerful trainers!" (laughs) Like they changed what he says. That's funny because they were like, "That was weird. Why did we put that in a children's game?" yep
1: they haven't Um, changed the boy who loves shorts.
0: (laughs) Oh no, we're never getting rid of shorts boy. Shorts every game. Did you know that every game has like a reference to that? You actually
1: told me that. I I made a reference to that boy when we. We did our Pokemon Red and Blue episode, I think. And then you were like, yeah, yeah he's in all of them.
0: <laughs> there's And every game there's at least one young lad who talks about his shorts.
1: <laughs> Why aren't you it's wearing great. shorts? I love them. They're comfy and swishy. They're comfy.
0: They're comfy and easy to wear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ash has, he fought the psychic one and then he also fought a bug one?
1: Poison Oh one? yeah, K- Koga? Yeah, so I
0: think he has... And five sabrina's the psychic now. one sabrina and is he, the has psychic. So he has to go catch a
1: haunter yes i remember the, that the, episode. The,
0: and, and i should also say he has only won one of those badges in an actual like fair he actually battle. earned it way
1: instead of like turning on yeah. the fire suppression sprinklers. <laughs> yes
0: the only badge that he has actually won a battle was the one versus Captain's Lieutenant Surge's Raichu and that is the only time he actually won a battle and every other time he gets it on a technicality where where the gym leaders like, "Well, you would have won if you had done this." Dude, or he this like
1: this is the fucking Ray deflecting lightning instead of actually killing the emperor thing. Like yes. the young innocent hero can't actually do like it can't actually win a battle by fighting because it would make right. him look like a too aggressive a or something yeah,
0: yeah yeah so he he only uh, he only he only gets badges by essentially saving the gems from team rocket basically every time <laughs> like every time every time he gets a badge it's because he's helped them fight off team rocket or something like that or in the case of Brock, it's like he he won on a technicality and then actually what's interesting is i I misremember this because I'd seen the Brock episode is he actually wants to not accept the badge that's right he he goes and what happens is all of brock's brothers and sisters mob (laughs) ash and they're like don't beat up that onyx anymore and he's like you're right i cheat but he's basically like i cheated and he's like i'll just leave like i can't win this yeah and then brock forces him he's like no you did a good job and you care about your pokemon that is the other that's the thing i will say is it does present a good message because the story of pokemon is it's not being this, being yourself is not always about being the strongest mm-hmm. or like most aggressive or like best at battling. It's about a lot of other. But like life is about many different things. You sure. can't just you can't just focus on one thing. And so
1: it's why I like he, standardized he, testing is a flawed idea.
0: Yeah, he gets badges based on his love of Pokemon, yeah. which <laughs> yeah. no one no one can say Ash doesn't love Pokemon because that kid love even though he has no idea what any of them are. <laughs>
1: He has like fucking posters in his bedroom of like yeah. great battles or whatever but like he sees like the only one he immediately recognizes is a Caterpie, I think.
0: Yeah, the first pokemon everyone needs. Like, he's like piggy. that's what it is.
1: Like presumably yeah. there's birds like, everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, like every single one he sees be he's like, like what's that? He's like
1: looking out your window and seeing a bird and being like what the hell <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> that thing it's is like bird. going in the sky. <laughs>
0: Have you never heard of a That's bird flying? Before? It's a bird, especially in the Pokemon universe because we've there's two. We've
1: done an ki- episode of this podcast on birds.
0: <laughs> I forgot that we've done an episode of birds. There oh are two kinds God. of birds in this season of Pokemon. Uh-huh. There's, a, p- there's, and there's a Pidgey and a Spearow. There's two kinds,
1: and then there's like an the-
0: Articuno and all that shit. But like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. But like, you're t- it'd be like if in the real world there's robins and blackbirds, <laughs> and you saw one of them, and we're like, "What's that?
1: The fuck is that thing?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Ash is an idiot. How are you? How's okay, Digimon going? I wrote
1: down a bunch of stuff for Digimon, and I'll just blast through it because we're already running late before the break, and then we still have the game. And at some point, we need to say if Scream Two is Star Wars, <laughs> right? Right,
0: right. Uh, right.
1: But subsequent uh, editions of Monday will probably be quicker. Probably uh, be okay. shorter. Yeah. Digimon. First of all, both of these shows have just epic theme songs. Um, oh yeah.
0: Digimon, digital monsters. Digimon the the champions.
1: Um, and then, of course, <laughs> the it has way that, like, David Bowie breakdown of, like, change into, into digital, digital champions, champions to save the digital world. world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> World. And it echoes a little bit. Yeah. World. World.
1: Anyway, uh, okay, so seven kids are on a, uh, uh, at summer camp, and then it starts to snow, and then a meteor comes down and it spurts out these little things that kind of look like Tamagotchis. Uh, yeah. The kids, they all kind of appear in front of each of these seven kids, um, and then they all grab them. And then there's like this, like reality itself, like splits open. There's this like chasm in the sky, and they all get like sucked into it, and they wake up in this like jungle. And this is the Digi-World, the digital world.
0: The Digi-World.
1: Each kid uh, kind of comes to, and we kind of meet each one one at a time. Uh, In fact, we kind of met them before a little bit, but they each kind of come to in the jungle, and they each have this, like, little pink guy talking to them. They're all all some version of, like, a circle or a blob, basically. Yeah, a
0: little circle blob baby. Uh,
1: And these are established as Digimon... Um, by the end of the episode, each of these little pink blobby guys evolve evol- into their kind of like default state, which is like the yep. basic level. These were all kind of like prenatal blobs, and then they all yeah. become, you know, regular selves. Um, You've got, let me see if I can remember any of their I've got names. them written down, so go for it.
0: Okay, I know one of them for sure. Agumon. Sure,
1: he's the classic. He's the Charmander. He's the Pikachu. He's the Charmander.
0: He's a dinosaur-looking guy. They all speak
1: English, which I think. I think Digimon yeah. is like the thinking kids Pokemon.
0: <laughs> it is. I, I, I don't like that they. I don't like that they've been pitted against each other because I think. Oh, they sure. Are, they don't need to be. They don't need to be. They can both exist, and they do. There's like Digimon video games to this day. Really. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if there's um, still an anime of it, but there might be.
1: I I um, think there is. I think it's sort of a reboot of the original story. So because as far as I all, know, the different like seasons or series man, of it, like I'm gonna watch Digimon they, now. They kind of like do a different like type of story each time. Like I I haven't yeah. gotten much further than episode like seven or eight or whatever. But like I think in like subsequent seasons there's like new generations of kids, but then there's also one where it's like the events of the first ones were like all in like a movie. They all watched or something sort of matrix four style. Maybe yeah. I'm making that up, but I think that that's
0: true. No. And he makes his own Digimon and he tries to scan it and it comes to life that happens in one of them too. Okay. Yeah. So it does kind season. of
1: like go different directions. I think,
0: uh, Agamon is one of them blit blitz something on blit. There's a B one. The one that looks like a little sort of tiger stripey guy. Yeah,
1: that's Gabumon.
0: Gabumon. Also,
1: as a follow up, do you know any of their little like attacks that they always say?
0: No, so I don't
1: remember. Agumon shoots like a like a, fireball, a out fireball out of his mouth and goes "papa breath." <laughs> <laughs> and Gabumon, who talks like this, says. Blue
0: Blaster. Ah. <laughs> Blue Blaster. Oh wow, that's bringing a real sense memory. Totally. Wow, Blue Blaster. Did you have the videotape
1: ah. of like the first 3 episodes and like the clamshell style case cuz we had that?
0: No, I do I do think we had the video of the movie though. I think okay. we actually had the Digimon movie. The
1: other ones just cuz I've got a bunch to get through here. The other ones are Biamon, the little pink bird with the like uh the like yeah. sort of like yeah. handcuff ankle and she says um Spice! twister <laughs> oh my god um, then there's patamon uh that Pataman. is shit now oh that's a uh, that's tk's the little the little kind of like orange and white like pig with angel wings who becomes on yeah. later Anjamon. Uh, and then there's anja
0: woman yeah
1: right Tentomon, which is like the bug with who's izzy's guy the like computer nerd and he's like ah, Tentomon. and his thing is like um wait did i write down all the th- I think I texted them to Allie the other day, but I can't remember. His is like an electric thing. It's like um, Super Shocker. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. And then uh, there's Palmon, which is um, hang on. Oh, that is um, that's that's a uh, Mimi's, the like little like flowery mm-hmm. plant one who goes poison ivy. <laughs> and then the last one is is Joe's, and his name is Gomamon, and his whole thing is he can just like get fish to come and help them get away. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I don't think he has a thing that he like says words. Um anyway, the kids are Ty, and I wrote here a real Ash Ketchum Ty. type, but cool and brave and competent and goggles on his forehead and sneakers. So no, not Ash Ketchum, but he's like the main guy. No, he's guy. cool. He's cool. He also has a little like spyglass that he uses. Then there's Matt, the cool and quiet blonde boy with a turtleneck vest. <laughs>
0: Wow. And then
1: Sora, who is as introduced by uh, by Ty, she's cool, you know, for a girl.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And classic. she wears a
1: hat or possibly it's a helmet. And she's kind of one of those like not like other girls type of girls.
0: Sure, um, sure, 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 sure. And
1: then Izzy, the kind of short boy who has frizzy hair and a backpack with a laptop in it. He's like the computer boy who can do like wicked hacking skills. Uh, then there's Mimi. She has a pink cowboy hat and a pink vest, and she's a girly girl who likes the mall. And then there's Joe, who I wrote down, is a fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> he wears a sweater, but like, so there's the computer nerd. Um, but then there's Joe, who wears like a sweater vest and a short sleeve collared shirt under the sweater. He has glasses, and he has like the first aid bag like purse. Yeah. Um, and then there's TK who's Matt's really teeny tiny young half brother and he wears a hat that's very like <laughs> Russian I want to say like it has like a big jewel in the middle but he's very cute he has a very cute little kid. Um oh yeah here Poison Ivy Blue Blaster Spiral Twister Super Shocker uh all those. Uh let's see. Um and then I remember Matt being a real dick. Yeah Matt's just sort of like cold. Um so anyway that's like episode 1 and I'll just try to blitz through the rest of this. Then each kid has their own episode that kind of centers around them, basically, and their Digimon. And essentially, by the end of the episode, that one Digimon digivolves into the sort of champion form, which, like, Agumon right. becomes Graymon! Yeah. Uh, and Gabumon becomes Garurumon. Garurumon! Garurumon. Just, like, bigger, cooler versions of each of them, one at a time. But then they kind of devolve back into their original state because it takes a lot of energy from the kid who's like destined to be with this one creature. It takes energy like from both of them and whatever. It is kind of like a cool thing. Anyway, each kid kind of gets their own little episode and the day is saved. So we get to meet all their individual like champion forms. Um, As all of these attacks play out and they kind of keep wandering through the digital world trying to find out how they can get home, Um, it's a very like surrealist kind of Salvador Dali area. It's like a jungle, but then all of a sudden there'll be like a phone booth or like a San Francisco trolley car or, um, as all these different like attacks play out where like a big scary Digimon comes and attacks them and then one of their guys saves the day. Uh, they keep discovering that the evil Digimon is actually not evil, but they're being controlled by this black gear that is like inside of their flesh. And when they defeat them, the gear like retreats and, and explodes or whatever. Um, when when they kill the gear, the, the mon, the bad Digimon is like good again. And then I wrote, what are all the gears? Where are they coming from? And then I kind of wanted to keep watching. So I said, well, the, the title sequence theme song kind of shows there's like a clip of a big evil guy. He's all black with like bat wings and an evil face. And there's like gears flying around and his like hand is on the world. And then I wrote, then I kept watching all the way through episode eight. <laughs> Uh, yes. Everyone has had a Digivolve episode so far except for TK slash Padamon, but I do know in the future that he becomes Anjamon. Uh, the kids just climbed Infinity Mountain, which seems to be filled with these black gears, like inside the core of the mountain. Enter Devimon, like devil, <gasps> ultimate yeah. ruler of the demon underworld. His goal Whoa. is to destroy these digi destined kids. And I wrote, what? <laughs> and then, he, so he can he can control these Digimon by, like, harnessing oh, yeah. these magical gears. And then he also uses his, his ability, which is the touch of evil. And uh, then all of a Dude, sudden all scary. the kids end up at, like, a spa because the Devimon, like, kind of did a Gene Grey thing and, like, tricked them all into believing they were somewhere else. Mm. Um, and Devimon attacks he has a, a, like a crony who looks kind of like an ogre who's called ogerman <laughs> good and, good, uh, and good. ogerman was on the mountain fighting against this big muscly thundercat looking lion guy called leomon um who defends the kids but then at the end of that episode devimon ends up getting a gear into leomon as well so he's got two big powerful cronies and that's as far as oh, i got no. episode eight so that's my mon update fuck this is gonna be a really long episode <laughs>
0: This is going to be a long episode. That was Mon People day, everyone. People are
1: going to be like, oh, yeah, the new Scream movie. I like Scream. I'll check this out. And then halfway through, there's like a 20-minute piece where we talk about Pokemon and Digimon. <laughs> and we're not going to stop. This is going to be weekly. You Digimon you are the champions. Champions.
0: Um, let's go to the break.
1: Yeah. Bye. Wee.
0: And, and we're, we're back. <laughs> back. Thank you for listening to us talk about Digimon and Pokemon yeah, for man.
1: 20 minutes. That could have maybe been a Patremon. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> um, welcome uh, back to the show. This is the show where we are talking only about Scream 2. Yes. Um, and uh, longtime listeners, or maybe if you're listening to this and you just really quickly listened to our episode 84 on the first Scream, will remember um, that you know every episode we do a little game segment after the break, and in the Scream episode, we did a game called Screaming, <laughs> I believe mm-hmm. is what I called it, and it was a chance for me To rant about the Idina Menzel Geico commercial. Um, Yeah. And so this week we're going to do the sequel since Scream 2 is all about being a sequel. Uh, This one's called Screaming 2 and the 2 is because there's two of us and we're each going to rant about something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to rant about something that's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe, but probably kind of low stakes.
1: Oh yeah, ba- low we're stakes basically a little bit. cribbing this entirely from at least whether or not we're doing it on purpose from uh, Las Culturistas' famous segment. I don't think so, honey.
0: I didn't even know. See, I need to listen to that show because I find the best Bo and Yang to be maybe the funniest person yeah, on the planet. It's a great show. Speaking what, what, what of, by think?
1: the way, SNL has been like pretty great this year. Really? Yeah. In terms of SNL, you know, SNL is never going to be a one hundred percent home run. But like no, for no, no, the no, show no, no. that it is, it is like hitting like singles and doubles like fairly consistently.
0: <laughs> nice, nice, um, I don't hate that. All right, what am I going to scream about today? Let me tell you. Oh, do you want to like go
1: first? Li- Cause mine is like pretty bad.
0: <laughs> okay, you go for it. Well, this can also be short. Cause yeah, we did do Monday. let's just like Monday. blast
1: through these because we just we did, did ma- a really long pregame.
0: <gasps> My Google thought I was talking to it. What did I say? Shut up. Hey Google. Stop.
1: Have you seen okay. the TikTok of the the mom who's like filming her daughter like under a blanket talking to Siri? No, I'll, I'll find it and send it to you. It's so funny. She's like, "Can you go away, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Did you see
0: the one? Speaking of TikToks, welcome to TikTok uh-huh. Talk. This is TikTok Talk. Did you see the one that was um like a mom with a little toddler? And the like front-facing camera like flashes on, so they're like really washed out.
1: Okay. In I the video,
0: so. and she's like pulling it up, and like the baby goes, "Oh no, I'm white!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: everyone funny. in the comments is like, "This is gonna, this is a sound. Yeah, this has real sound really potential."
1: Funny. Um, I mine mine is um sort of adjacent to my first one being about commercials. Okay. I've had this written down as a topic for like future episodes or Patreon that I just have never really brought it up. But my thing that I'm gonna screaming about is those goddamn Charmin bears. Oh, yeah, I
0: forgot you told me you're going to talk about the Charmin bears. <laughs> Let them have it. So, They've okay, had it good for too long. I wanna, Let I them I have I want it. to
1: um, be very concrete and explicit for one second here to get my general thesis about why I hate these guys out of the way, and then I'll be a bit more abstract in the future because I know I, I even... I, I get the sense already that maybe you're going to, like, cringe at this a little, but their no. whole thing is about, like... Poop that's stuck in their butthole.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and they're like not cagey about it. Like, no. like there's one they're where basically... like the mom bear is like, "Goodbye, itchy squirm," and the boy is like, "Hello, clean bottom." <laughs> <Ugh>. And like, <laughs> and their the whole say... thing is like, "Enjoy the go." Like what? that's the slogan at the end. It's like Charmin, "Enjoy the go." Like going, no. like. Pooping. Pooping.
0: (laughs) I do agree that it is gross because they are saying, basically, we all know that it's so hard to keep our butts clean.
1: Uh, Right. Which, Which, like,
0: it's not? Which is
1: like, oh, I'm not sure if that is truly the problem you're addressing. I'm not sure a fucking, like, throw pillow thickness of toilet paper is the thing. Like, like... (laughs)
0: If you're dwar- like, if I'm you're having re- a
1: hard time keeping my car clean, but all I do is wipe it with one paper towel. It's like, well, you're not yeah. doing the effort.
0: <laughs> if you were really... Hey, Charmin, <laughs> if you were really worried about keeping people's asses clean, you would be a bidet company. Right. Okay? If you were actually worried about getting rid of those <laughs> dingleberries and nasty stuff <laughs> all up in, in between those cheeks, right. you would be a bidet company. I, so I, then, Listeners... Get a bidet. (laughs) I started using a bidet at my parents' house when I lived there during COVID Uh times, which it's still COVID times, but in the first part of COVID times. I started using a bidet. I cannot go back. Mm, Interesting. I bought one for my apartment when I moved back to Chicago. I brought it with me to this new apartment that I'm in can't go back it's a game changer
1: so just some other selections from these commercials that that one about like goodbye itchy squirm the entire front end of it like focuses on this little boy bear like trying to wiggle his butt and it's like a close-up on his butt because he's got like again it's like he's itchy because like he's he's gonna have like some kind of infection
0: (laughs) Yeah, got, does he have like, hemorrhoids? Hey, Are they talking about hey hemorrhoids? mom
1: and dad, bear, teach your fucking kid how to wipe. This has nothing to he's, do with the product you're purchasing.
0: <laughs> he, he's one of those like toxic masculinity guys who doesn't wipe their butt because they think touching your own butt is gay.
1: Yeah, so okay, here's the other things that I have and then I'll, I'll we'll try to quickly get away from this topic. Um, there's an entire commercial that the premise is uh, the parent bears are, it's shot from a low angle and it's up at their face and they're like, oh, I'm not picking it up, you pick it up. and I'm not gonna touch it. And then the boy comes in and it's like his tidy whities on the bathroom floor. And he goes, I'll pick yeah. them up because they're clean. And he goes, oh yeah, my hiney's clean. Uh-huh, I'm Charmin clean. And, wow! And okay, I one that sucks. Two, these bears are always displayed as bears. Uh, yeah, n- they're
0: not wearing clothes, nude, right?
1: <laughs> for all intents and purposes, yeah. this boy came in naked with his naked dad and naked mom, and is like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll pick up my underwear." What? Come on, yeah, get real. Um, are you
0: wearing a fursuit?
1: And then the next uh, I have here is, okay, well, that's not fully true. Sometimes they're wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt or a lab coat, given the context of the commercial. But they are otherwise always, you know, just furry naked bears, as it were. And then I, this is the other one that I wrote down some specifics to. There's one commercial where the mom's coming in with the groceries and hands a new pack of Charmin toilet paper to the dad bear and says... Uh, honey can you put a new roll of charmin in the bathroom and he goes sure and he takes the thing and then all of a sudden there's like disco lights and it's like dim and it's like sort of like funky like uh james brown kind of music and he's like oh yeah you're so soft and it's like this weird like seducey thing and he's like rubbing it down his like chest and stuff and i was like what the fuck is this
0: (laughs) who's this for no one.
1: Anyway, uh, I don't think so, Honey. Charmin bears.
0: <laughs> that blows. I feel like there's one where they call someone skid marks or track marks or something <laughs> like that. Like it's a bunch of bully guys or it's something, just and they're funny, like,
1: like I, I, I get that. Like you know, there's the sort of like opposite side complaint of things like tampon commercials or, or maxi pad commercials, where it's like the blue right. liquid, and there's even there's right. more recent commercials that are like calling attention to that being like a goofy trope or whatever but I don't know like uh this like poop bear thing has got to stop <laughs> be it a bit is, more abstract with it why don't you go back it to it the is blue what, liquid <laughs> yeah it, it,
0: the the Sharma the bears presuppose like a world in which no one's cleaning their butt right which like
1: <laughs> Yes, yes. This which, is just like our our Patreon from this week, which has yet to release, I suppose, but where you kind of go in on the liberal propaganda of children's movies, which have like these faulty conceits and premises, or or rather, maybe yes. don't pay off the premise they're setting up in the first place. But um yeah, check and the out our Patreon. The sh- by the way, as as my that's my it's native good. way of plugging that before the end the- of the show.
0: There's a good, it's a good episode this week. We talk about a couple different movies that about creative expression, and then also kids' movies that Josiah thinks have weird liberal propaganda at the end. Right. Um, no, yeah. The, 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 the premise... Like, listen. I, we all interact... Well, not maybe not as much anymore, but we all interact with people on a daily basis. And I have been around people who don't clean themselves very well, and they do smell bad. <laughs> But the uh, percentage of who that is, is not high enough to need commercials to address that. Sure. You know? And also those people aren't gonna start cleaning their butt if they see a commercial about bears,
1: you know? Yeah, right, that's the thing, is like if if you aren't cleaning your butt well enough, my guess is you're not aware of it.
0: No, exactly, yes. (laughs) Well, you You're can't not release... seeing
1: that commercial going like, oh my God, that's totally me. I'm just not using a thick enough toilet paper.
0: <laughs> I got to get a more quilted yeah. roll.
1: Man, this this is either maybe a, a great example of our show or one of our worst ever episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think Monday is going to be a pretty big hit.
1: <laughs> okay, go Monday's ahead. Do your screaming legs. too.
0: Okay, I'll make mine short too. Here's my screaming. That was short? today. Yeah. Uh, Today, I got annoyed at someone who. This is what I'm screaming about. When people use big words to try to sound smart. Yes, that's right. Because. The worst. It's so annoying. Because if you are. Okay. There are are people who. I'm not saying that like some people are smart and some people aren't, but like I guess literally, yes, that's true. Like who who cares? like smartness smartness is a spectrum and also it's all made up anyway so who cares but like if you're trying to tell me something or explain something you don't have to like put on a show yes. of like using big words whenever you don't normally do that like if you if you are naturally someone who's kind of eloquent and like verbose mm-hmm and uses, like, long words all the time, then I won't get annoyed at you when you try to explain something to me and you use those words, because that's just how you talk. Yeah,
1: that's, like, your affect.
0: But if you talk to me, like, in a normal way, which is normal words, and then you try to, like, put on this, like, weird affectation (laughs) where all of a sudden now you're talking like you're writing a (laughs) a paper for college. Yeah, you're writing, like, a... Like, I'm not going to read this whole thing because it's too long, and it's also so specific to what so i was put well maybe i will read the whole thing i don't care this person does listen to the show
1: hey it's a Um, monday after all
0: (laughs) it's a monday you know (laughs) they so i was posting i'm reading this book called jesus and john wayne which is about the evangelical movement in america it's a really great book everyone should check it out i like posted on my story that like spoiler alert it was toxic masculinity all along like that's a big part of the problem Mm. this person who i barely know (laughs) i was in one acting class with them They occasionally comment on my Instagram stories and we occasionally have like a nice casual chat back and forth, but they comment and they say monotheism is toxic masculinity. And I would said a hot take to be sure, because I'm not trying to like have this conversation at 10 in the morning. (laughs) And also I don't care because I don't know you that well. Side note, I
1: I say to be sure sometimes too, because I love that expression. And Caitlin uh, thinks it's really funny. And I think she thinks I'm the only one who's ever used it. (laughs) Well, you can tell her that you have
0: evidence now Uh that you're not the only one. But then, uh, this sucks so everyone this I don't know if what this person says is accurate because I don't know all the history but I think probably they're not entirely accurate Okay, <laughs> but and I'm just gonna like read bits of it when we look at because I, I just had a hot take to be sure and I did not ask for more and they said a- almost look at the even advent,
1: agreeing because your whole yeah. fucking premise in the first place was this is all about toxic masculinity yeah.
0: when we look at the advent <clears throat> of it in correlation to destruction to the destruction of the Jerusalem temple the chauvinist power of ancient Israelites blame blah 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 like already we're kind of like the advent of it in correlation to like just say in the beginning of it,
1: mm-hmm. in the beginning, uh-huh. you know what I mean?
0: Like you can just say when it's, or just say when it started,
1: I would even argue, you know? um, using more common words to convey your argument is a signifier that you are smarter Yes, because you're, you're cutting through the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing that thing the, of like an 11th grader trying to like add l- words to his paper to make sure that it's exactly four pages or whatever.
0: Yeah. And then they said some other stuff and it's bullshit. My favorite part though is the, the ending though. Thus, <laughs> already off to a bad start. Yeah. No one says thus right. in regular life. Thus, the Hebrew Bible, Old Testament, was scribed. What? Uh, Do you written? mean... Do you mean written? Cause I don't think scribed is something that anybody says. Yeah. And I'm honestly uncertain if it's like a word that can be used by itself like that. I
1: think it probably can, but it's clunky at the very best.
0: It's super clunky. Yeah. Okay, yeah, scribed, scribing, to mark it's or like score. It's like Officer yeah. Krupke. It's Officer Clunky. It's <laughs> Officer McClunky, you know what I mean? Hey, clunk you. But, <laughs> clunk you. G, <Gee>, Officer McClunky.
1: <laughs> clunk you. E <Hey>, chuta. <laughs> hey,
0: chuta solo. Um, yeah, no, no I, I agree that's wholeheartedly
1: with that. Or, sorry, thus I agree the, completely. <laughs> thus, the Hebrew
0: Bible Old Testament was scribed. Do you just mean. Concordantly, vis a vis. Concordantly. Like, just say. That's how it was written. That's what you're trying to say. Why are you speaking like in fancy language all of a sudden? Right. Are you trying to impress me? Because I don't care. So, and I don't you know you car. that well.
1: That don't impress me. That much. don't. Imp- <laughs> so,
0: you use the word thus. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Thus?
1: Uh-huh. You're
0: not like an ancient, like, fucking. W- uh, like Herald that's telling me or, the king is coming or even
1: a contemporary like academic writing like a peer-reviewed essay or something like there's a time and place for thus i think that's not like super offensive but like no sure it comes with like very specific circumstances (laughs) yeah yeah
0: like and also like once again this person does not talk to me with this kind of language any (laughs) any other time whenever they're met, like when they comment on stuff they're talking to me like a normal just regular like talking everyday stuff and so to put on this like flowery kind of weird affectation just to talk about this one thing i was like are you what are you trying to do? I th- this is like I truly don't care about this conversation that much cuz I don't know you that well. But like I don't like you now because this sucks. I don't and I like you. I'm like more likely to disagree oh with God. you because you presented your opinion in such a like weird way. What if they do listen to this show? That'd be hilarious if they're one of the only people that does listen to the show that just never told me. And then this, they hear this and they're like, "Wow, he's, he's so mean." This
1: episode is like an agent of chaos. <laughs> yeah. Oh what are God. we? What is this show? Well,
0: that's my scream. So yeah, that was my scream. That's the
1: end of the game. Uh, we're really good at doing uh, focusing. Mm-hmm. And we did I a mean, talk about the movie for quite a while. So maybe if we, we could like, take a stab at like a couple more Star Wars things. Take a stab. Of course, there's sneaking uh-huh. around. Oh, yeah, take a stab yep. at it. There's a lot of sneaking around, uh, definitively so. But there's also really no music that's of oh, any. Oh, I disagree. Oh, oh, is there? The, s-
0: the score is iconic. Is
1: it? I don't even remember it.
0: It is. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, it's like iconic, but it also isn't necessarily hummable. So right, it's not right, really right. like, it's not your John Williams bop, but it is an iconic film score. So
1: I'll
0: give it, I'll give it like half a point. Uh-huh, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like for, for music,
1: a lot of points for seeking around a lot of points for meta-ness since that seems to now be the new, what is Star Wars? It wasn't always, yeah. no, not always. No, always, but now basically it's every gonna be, fucking Star Wars thing is meta
0: horror is horror and comedy are two things that star wars does not do explicitly that's right the only thing that like is straight up comedy in star wars is like is lego star wars and and there are like
1: funny situational lines and and right whatever there's
0: jokes in star wars but star wars isn't normally comedy and scream is absolutely a comedy horror genre like series right like you know? dark
1: comedy it's not like anchorman but it yes, is exactly funny.
0: they're like yeah and so did you know that scream was initially called scary movie before they yeah, changed yeah. it into scream isn't that wild it's a
1: great title for it
0: it's like what would they have called scary movie then? right scream I don't know. <laughs> um i mean i don't know it's gonna be low because star wars doesn't do violence like this it doesn't do stabby stabs it doesn't do horror there's only
1: ever like one or two women in star wars and two of the three main characters in the scream franchise are women and there's plenty of other women
0: i will say there's even more than one black character (laughs) Uh
1: yeah that's right Uh,
0: in scream 2 yeah so that's you know they all get killed but there is more than one
1: this movie also in the in the grand franchise of it all but also specific to this movie they watch movies and know all about movies in this yes. in this universe. And there is some equivalences of like movies in the Star Wars universe, but they're kind of in fringy things, you know, like we don't see like Han Solo watching a movie ever. No, 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 no. But yeah, I mean. do you Did you listen to episode 84, Scream?
0: No, I did I not didn't listen back to I didn't either. I don't
1: remember what we gave it.
0: Me neither. It's Doesn't too exactly late to find matter. out. <laughs> it's too late to find out now because we we're recording way yeah, too we're, long. Yeah, we're for so overtime. But so let's just let's just give a unit of measure and give it a rating. Yeah. Okay. Let's just do it. My unit of measure will be um Greek letters. Portia de Rossi is in this. De Rossi. She is. Very random. Yeah. Yeah. She's so young in this. That's crazy. Is she
1: one of the like sorority girls or something? Yep. Uh, she's one of the sorority okay, girls. I don't remember that.
0: Uh, Mine's going to be Greek letters.
1: Mine's going to be like merchandise, like pieces of merchandise from a fake movie that I have definitely Googled to see if they are available on something like Etsy and almost bought an enamel pin that says stab.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Incredible.
1: (laughs) Stab merchandise pieces.
0: I'm gonna give it. I don't know, like a two. It's a movie. I know
1: two crossed my mind, and I feel like three is a is like a, a step too far almost. So I, I, it feels crazy though because we gave sandwiches a two.
0: <laughs> we did give sandwiches a two. Maybe it's a three. Maybe it's a three because it's a movie. I think
1: it's a three because it's a movie with some sneaking around and uh, an, uh, a a self encompassing like tone and vibe. Uh, so three pieces of stab merch, an enamel pin, a T-shirt, and like a sticker, say.
0: And three Greek letters: alpha, <laughs> beta, gamma.
1: Omicron, delta. <laughs>
0: Omicron, delta, media control. Did you see that? They're like yes! if you rearrange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. People are Anagrams so are dumb.
0: Anagrams are fun um
1: well we well, have, have it, gone folks. way too long thank you all dear listeners for listening this far if you want any more of us you can find us on the internet
0: yeah do you want us on the internet because if you do you can find us at how star Resizza on twitter and instagram Send us an email. Sandra, your messages are waiting. Yeah, that's
1: uh, a good podcast at gmail.com. You can also, if you want any more of this bullshit every week, we do a bonus episode once a week, plus a monthly, uh, star Wars film commentary track over on Patreon. Mm-hmm. That's patreon.com slash how star Wars. Is it, um, like josiah said and this week's episode is i think a pretty pretty darn good one
0: and it's a little bonus length too it's like 40 That's minutes right, instead yeah. of 30 so go get your money's worth everybody yeah. um but sandwiches of star wars <laughs> i think it's about time for tubby bye-bye <laughs> i agree so like we always say
1: we love we you. love you and may the, and fourth, may the fourth be with, be with you, you. bye
0: And we don't even have to say anything funny right here because we already did before the show. That's right. And now maybe I'll leave this in too. (laughs) Who knows?
1: Yeah. Just to make this episode even longer.
0: Even longer. Oh, my God.